0: Oh
1: me, oh my! Look at that fish! What's up, every, Huh? Just don't tell me that we're recording, because then I (laughs) okay. Now I feel
2: weird. What's up everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko. My co-host, Christian Vaughn, sitting next to me in the Yoda. What's up, Christian? What's up, buddy? We are on our way to the 2020 Indianapolis Boat Sport and Travel Show. I was going to say brought to you by, but I don't know who it's sponsored by, so no Uh, idea. Sponsored by? It is. I did see that. Sponsored by Ford uh piece of shit fords all over the place built ford tough yeah uh so we're uh we're on our way basically like we're we're we don't really know what we're gonna do we're gonna go just hang out and make some prank videos we're gonna, we're gonna prank some geezers
1: hanging around the Indianapolis Post and Travel Show. <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're gonna, yeah we're, we're doing it. Sell a- some AOL uh, minute discs. <laughs> I've got about three hundred AOL ten thousand free minute discs Ooh, that I'm gonna offload today. That's gold, bud. These geezers are gonna be chatting each other in lesbian chat rooms in no time.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, I have some recording equipment and I messaged a couple people just. Uh, Seeing if they were up for interviews and ever completely uninvited to this event. Oh no, we were invited.
1: No, we weren't.
2: Oh, we were. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, people. There is there is a huge demand for the small. Everybody wants to be famous. They want to be a part of it. They just want to. They just want a little piece. Right. Little. They want their ten minutes of fame. Every time I leave the fly shop, I have to put an umbrella over my face so nobody, so the (laughs)
1: paparazzis don't take a picture of me. Uh, These pap's, they're just. Dude, I watched the Taylor Swift documentary the other day. want to make sure this is nice. Oh yeah, it's still. I watched cool. the Taylor Swift documentary the other day. Taylor Swift is the only person that could make a documentary about her life, and everyone just ends up hating her more. <laughs> I swear to. You. I watched. I watched the Devil Next Door, which was about a guard at a kill camp in oh, the that Holocaust, was a good. and I felt sorry for the guy that was being put on trial for these heinous murders. I felt sorry for him after watching the documentary about his life. I watched the documentary about Taylor Swift's life, and I want to drown her in a kiddie pool.
2: <laughs> That's pretty terrible. Um, well, I mean, I'm, what the real question is: Why did you decide to watch a Taylor Swift documentary? I was my wife is a
1: fan. I was trying to become a fan. It's you know, I thought maybe if I watched a documentary about her, I would like.
2: See this like Oh you're so you're trying to identify with the wife. Is that that's what you're trying to Yeah,
1: do? because Ashley really likes her and I'm like I think all of her music is garbage. And it's very I was like I told my wife that she is the target demographic for Taylor Swift. Just like a white like mom. <laughs> that's a like basic yes, bitch. kind <laughs> of, yeah. I mean, I just told her like you are in the target demographic. And my wife is, you know, funny
2: and all kinds of, you know... She's, Ashley's very funny, yes, actually. Don't be downplaying so, your wife's...
1: No, that's what I mean. I, I didn't mean to sound like I... Whatever, but, but I told her, you know, so I tried to become a fan. I watched the documentary about Taylor Swift, and I gotta say, man, it was... Like, her complaining about how people are, like, expecting her to be skinny, and she's, like, a skinny model... She's like, and people just expect me to be skinny all the time. And everyone just expects me to be this beautiful all the time. And it's hard. It's like, oh um, my
2: God, it's like, dude, and that's, then she's, that's too
1: much. Dude. Like she's that on can, her private can jet or like, she almost spills her food when her private jet takes off too fast. <laughs> and it was like a steak. She like held it. She's like, my steak almost spilled. And it's like this
2: private jet. It's like, <laughs> dear Lord, man, what are you supposed to, who was this supposed to connect with? Yeah, that's that's pretty terrible, dude. I, I would never waste my time watching that. I don't I was, care if my wife's I a sure planner. About an
1: hour and twenty of my time.
2: Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's well, an hour and twenty minutes you'll never get back. But before we started recording, Josh was telling me how he threw a
1: Valentine's dinner for his two girls and his wife, and it started the night with everyone sipping on sparkling. Uh, juice, and then the adults were drinking wine, and then it ended with Josh just drinking straight from the bottle.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you I, got just, I just got, got a little loosey goosey, you know. <laughs> I was dancing with the girls in the living room. It was good. I'll be honest, man. That, that's real talk here. That was, that was, it warmed my heart last night. That's, I love Yeah, wine it. will do that. It makes <laughs> your face feel very warm. <laughs> no, really. I, it was good. I'm, I feel, I feel like I, you know, you know, I remember that. Yeah, they look forward to it every year. So it's, yeah, it's a fun time for sure. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh I,
1: my big Valentine's Day moment was telling my son that he was wearing a girl's ring because he had a heart shaped <laughs> ring on. And he said, I said, that looks like a girl's
2: ring. And then he threw it to the ground. And he said, I'm never wearing this ring again. <laughs> so, uh, when you brought your kids over to my house the other night um, while we were doing the podcast, Katie was telling me this morning, she's like, yeah, I was in there and Henry was trying to get into the craft. We have like a little closet with all a bunch of craft stuff. And she was like, Oh, Henry, you know, we don't want to get in that. um, uh," She's like, there's glitter and stuff, you know, it'll make a mess. And he, she said, he just like turned to him or turned to Katie and just said, That's okay. I like cars and orcas.
3: (laughs) Yeah, dude.
2: (laughs) He's on a sick orca bender right
1: now, and I'm I'm loving it. We've been watching all the documentaries about orcas. He could probably tell you anything you need to know.
2: Yeah, that Um, that's that's so Henry. It's so
1: Henry. If you're ever in an orca trivia jam, just call my son up.
2: (laughs) That's hilarious, dude. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Well, we're pulling in here. We got to pay to park so we're gonna harass some of these police officers on our way in.
1: I do not consent to join her. <laughs> Please tell me why you pulled me over. Am I being detained?
2: <laughs> so we got to get off here, but we'll we'll talk Are you, to you guys. You're just
1: waving me through to park. <laughs> yeah, oh.
2: <laughs> I don't know exactly what's going on here, guys. You're just like standing there. Oh, dude, this Come is on now. This is terrible. When you run somebody over. <laughs> yeah, this is this is terrible. Aren't, aren't these guys supposed to be directing traffic? Yeah. All right, yeah, well we'll talk to you guys when we get in there. Peace.
1: closer (laughs) we are here live
2: at the indianapolis boat sport and travel show we walked around to try to find the most famous person here and we ended up in front of the native kayaks booth with none other you found him, the mr hoosier state fishing Derek burton what's up hi josh how you doing hi chris hello I miss you. I miss you guys too, very much.
1: I miss you. He's over here slanging these natives. He is I
2: think he sold like ten yeah. so far. They've got a plaque up here already. Yeah, he sold he sold like ten He's number one, one like, sailor. They're like sold out. Who's he's counting. He's doing pre orders. <laughs> <That's
1: his> count. <laughs> he's counting. Uh, how many how many uh, natives would you say that you've uh, taken and transferred to another home?
4: Uh, probably about I don't know about twenty.
1: <laughs> so you've transported natives from their where they're resting now to another home. Yep. A native on top of, of my car. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. That's well, like a good some good racial humor <laughs> hey, Take off the podcast.
1: Hey, there you go, man. Well, we've been. Uh, you didn't get it. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> well, you just admitted on air oh live God. to displacing twenty natives. <laughs> And i got to say, it's pretty deplorable. You guys are uh, something else. Well, we've been walking around here. Her yeah, probably. <laughs> we, we, uh, we've we been walking around here, you know, just sniffing, sniffing around, see what we can find. And uh, here's a piece of advice for you fellas out there. If you want your woman to think that you're better looking, bring her to this crowd. Because the average beauty for a boat sport and travel show attendee is about... A 2 out of 20. I think,
4: I think Chris. Dude, dude, yesterday some lady Chris came by like and an she eight. was like, I, I lost my husband and I can't find him because everybody looks the same.
1: Uh, it's <laughs> brutal,
4: dude. It
3: is? It's like
1: frumpy, 40, and fat. <laughs>
3: Freaking
1: front butt. I don't know, dude. I'm all right with it. I'm just saying. I, I feel pretty good walking around here. I feel like I'm killing the game. Yeah. I almost got Chris, over by like a guy a in a motorized scooter earlier. Really? Got a mullet.
4: Yeah. Yep.
1: What did you, you say to him?
4: He was handing out newspapers. I said, watch watch your ass, buddy.
1: Watch your ass. <laughs> your I'll, f- ass I'll flatten your tires, you old vet. because
4: hey, you're a freaking yeah, Vietnam veteran. You think you're better than everybody else? You're not.
1: Hey, I took a picture next to a photo earlier that said, if you can read this, thank a teacher. And if you're reading it in English, thank a troop. <laughs> <laughs> I took Classy. my picture right next to it. It's classy. Do you have any comments on that? No, I know it's just funny. Got a couple right. vets. As over as here. someone who's displaced natives in the past, do you have any sort of? <laughs> 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 if you can read this in Cherokee, thank a teacher. If you're reading it in English,
2: thank Derek Burton so Derek, for displacing you to a Christian home. Derek, we're putting you on the spot here, bud. Okay. So, for those who don't know, we do a Memorial Day trip every year oh my god this is this is low Derek is the lifeblood of our group he's he brings the energy this dude's trying to back out so i'm gonna put you i'm gonna put you on the spot on blast are you going josh my wife doesn't listen to this podcast so
1: (laughs) here's the thing josh can't hear us if we talk i have your
2: wife's (laughs) i have your wife's (laughs) phone number (laughs) And then it will play, and he won't know what we're saying. <laughs> 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 I have your wife's phone number. I will send her the link to this episode. Are you going? Currently, no. Okay,
1: we're, we gotta, we got a we got an answer. I mean, so hey, we know we
2: have to change.
4: That this. takes
1: a lot of courage yeah, to yeah. say no. Do I want to go? Yes. Shannon Burton, mm-hmm.
2: if you're listening. She she won't be. Shannee. <laughs> if you're listening, she won't. We need your husband, bad. We need him very bad. Are you breathing into the mic? No, you put his
1: nose on it.
2: Right when I'm getting ready to put it into my mouth. We need, we need your husband bad. Right. We need him to go. There's a cop. There's a cop. Act normal.
1: Act chill. Act chill. Act chill. Cop. <laughs> shh, shh. All right. He he went. All right. So, anyways, yeah. If you're one, if you're wanting your uh, special lady to feel better about your appearance, this is the spot. Bring her here. Just walk hey. around. If there's, a, the if there's
2: a sliding scale scale for Virginia hotties, what do you think the sliding scale is for? If you know, we we're saying like a Virginia five.
1: I'd say that we're roughly at a three
2: point seven <laughs> equals ten scale. Okay, that's pretty so, bad. That that would make you. I didn't hear what you guys were Would that we're make you like an eight point seven? I'd say I'm right now. I'm rocking
1: about an eight point seven.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and
2: yeah. wait, which,
1: what are we saying? Eight
2: point seven on the okay, the, the scale.
1: The, all right, the
2: show scale.
1: So, what kind of uh, what kind of products are you uh, repping here, Derek? Uh, all, all, all native watercraft products. Any particular uh, thing that they're asking you to push? Like the pedal drives, I like push the pedal drives. No, just you know, really,
4: just kind of repping this new Slayer Max, man. That's uh, the new boat for 2020. It's Pretty slick.
1: Is this the one we're currently leaning upon?
4: Yes.
2: Yes. This is the one that uh, show special for twenty three forty nine. This could be. Yours. It
1: seems like it weighs. If it's anything like yours, it weighs three times more. Than it should. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have, do you care to comment?
2: That's the show special
1: right there, it's by the, the way. Twenty-three it's forty-nine. This, it's
2: the secret they put concrete on the right. inside you're, of it.
1: You're paying for the gold bars that weigh this thing <laughs> down in the back.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: there's gold bars.
1: All right. Well, it is a very l- nice looking watercraft, and uh, it is. It's got a nice uh, coffee mug holder and a phone slot there. I think that's what that is. And the seat looks like it definitely goes lower or higher.
4: Uh, Uh, It does. It has a high and low position. You can move it forward and aft.
1: And we were talking with the one and only national champion of the kayak bass bass fishing, who's also a a native uh, American rep. And he (laughs) he earlier told us all of his secrets to success. I won't put them out on the air, but let's just say one of them was being from Mooresville, Indiana.
2: Yeah. And the a other, lot of Mooresville representation at this. Place. I'm noticing that. Not, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, it, w- it
1: was interesting to see him as a as a national champion, repping the same products as you. This is on peen. They're uh, a dynamic duo, as they've been called here. That's the buzz here at the Boat Sport and Travel Show. I saw him
2: swapping spit earlier. There, you did kind of special relationship. That's Derek yeah. was spitting
1: in his coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that <Yes>. still counts. <laughs> No,
1: I mean, these... So he stuck uh
2: stuck his tongue in it and stirred it a little <clears throat> the bit.
1: The boats look... I mean, I would say... I've, I've looked around and looked at all of them at this point.
2: You guys are repping well. Yeah, looks
1: good. Got a good team out here pitching product, and your boats stack up.
4: Yeah, I'd say
1: they stack hard
4: against the competition.
1: What's the next uh, native
4: watercraft that you're going to buy, Bud? I'm thinking it's going to be a toss-up between either the S- Slayer Propel 10 or the uh, Manta Ray. Do they give you, like, a discount?
2: Are you allowed to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I get a 40% discount. Pretty good. Don't, don't give – sta- I'm going to have to beep that out because that's got to be under I'm non-disclosure sure agreement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave you legal counsel. I asked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got some baby. more interviews to do, but it was good seeing you, Derek.
1: It's good to see you. It to see you yeah, and dude. It's been yeah. a while.
2: And, uh, Once spring that, comes around, we'll be – that Memorial Day trip because you are going – I will harass your wife until she says that you can go.
1: Jo- Everybody knows jo- Josh will harass a wife.
2: I that's what I do. That's, I'm very good at it.
1: All right, good deal.
2: Well, nice talking to you. Nice talking to you guys. Love you, love you. Bye. All right, we are here with the. Uh, I don't. I don't want to call him a prodigy. I don't. I'm trying to think of the right way to describe this man. He's. He's, Savant. He's the, I would say he's the. Thank you for leaving
0: the idiot on. I would say. <laughs>
2: I would say he's the, the grandfather of all things oh, kayak fishing a, in Indiana. I don't know, grandfather.
3: Close. Maybe. <laughs> I have a
2: 23-year-old dog. He's the. He's uh, a, you're getting he's there. The grand, yeah. He's the grandfather of all things kayak fishing in Indiana. The CEO, the president, <laughs> the head honcho. Of Indiana kayak anglers, Jason Young. What's up, Jason? What's going on, guys? Hey, hey, just hanging out here with
3: your boat. You didn't even take the time to clean your boat, dude. What are you? What are you here
2: representing?
3: Indiana Kayak Anglers. Okay. Yeah, just trying to promote the club. Didn't see the huge sign of they have? There. They do have a, a <laughs> <your> fairly large <laughs> sign. It looks like it was printed with a dot matrix printer. I'm impressed that somebody could do that. Yeah. So, you asked about the dirty boat. So, we, we decided we were going to put a kayak in here to show what a tournament rigged kayak would look like. Yeah, and like real art. part life. of the tournament rigging is the sand, the dirt, the mud, and the fish guts. Yeah. So, yeah, I love to in can, there.
2: I can smell it. Yeah, yeah I it looks can good. Smell it. As soon as I you walk really want to go fishing town. now, don't you? Yes. Man, I was okay.
3: Because it's 17 degrees outside, but now I got yeah. it, cause I the,
1: pherom- it. Oh, the pheromones no. are heavy in the air. <laughs>
3: That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I like
1: it. That's sick. the beard.
3: The beard holds the fish
2: pheromones.
1: So I gotta ask, <laughs> Jason, what's your opinion on the uh, overwhelming fart stench that is in this building right now? Is it, are these people? Is this food? Is it the fish tank? What do we What do we think of?
3: It might be meat. No. So, I, I guess it's not too bad. Have you guys ever been to, like, uh, like Gen Con? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Never. Okay. So, go to Gen Con, and you'll love the smell
2: Okay, all right. Well, I
3: like that. If you I, have
2: I, an <laughs> for fart smell,
3: we go to Gen I, Con. All kind of, fart would be a welcome uh, change at Gen Con. Okay. It's okay. just, like, it B.O. and, like,
1: mom's, like, lasagna from yesterday. Like, that's <laughs> the smell. Last
3: week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like that. No, what what you been up to, man? Just uh, working on all this stuff and uh, yeah. trying to get everything ready for 2020.
2: Yeah, say, so tell us about your. Uh, you can take the mic from Chris if you want. Oh, okay. Uh, tell us about what what the 2020 circuit's going to look like. What where are you guys going? I know we got a couple couple river tournaments. I'm kind of excited <laughs> about again. So
3: yeah, so yeah. five events this year instead of the normal four. So okay. we're gonna do three lake events. We're starting off on Wawa Um Big clear natural lake. Yeah, might be a lot of people can play. Are there smallmouth in that? I wonder. There are. Ooh. There are. I don't know. We might have to
2: venture <laughs> up there. All Woo! right. So what's the date on take, that one? We
1: might have to take a second or third
2: place up there, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh. that that hurt. That hurt
3: very <laughs> bad. It hurt too bad. Cut deep. April twenty fifth. Okay, April twenty fifth. So it'll still be still be a little chilly up there, but it's a very busy lake. So if we're gonna have a kayak tournament on that lake, we got to go early or late when uh, the pleasure traffic isn't quite so okay. heavy. So it's my birthday. I heard. Uh, well, I,
2: I heard. I heard from some of the guys in here. They were. Uh, they're kind of bitching about all the the lake tournaments are up north. They they were saying there's some kind of bias because you guys live up there. Is this true? I wouldn't say I live up
3: north, and Matt certainly doesn't. Matt lives here in Carmel. Okay. Right. Um, just trying to find different. Wa- Trying to find different water to fish, you know, that's all, that's yeah. all we're doing. No, hey, I'm all about yeah. it. I was just, yeah. I'm passing oh, on the I message. Know. I know. He just
1: no. did the Trump thing. Like, people, people are saying, I'm not saying it, but um, you know, people oh, are saying God. she's very, it's failing. <laughs> the business is failing. People are saying, it. I'm not saying it. You
2: do a great Trump was very good. good. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm real excited. So, okay, you start off, was it Wawa Wawasee. In April. Then where do you go?
3: Salamoni.
2: Okay. Okay, I've been on Salmoni before, so know about salmon, where that's at.
3: Salmon, Salmon, yep. Salmon only, yep. Salmon only, Salmonella, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully not, <laughs> um, Kegelma Reservoir, new one for us too, okay. um, originally, never we heard of that, originally trying to go to Geist that day, but, uh, oh, that's the one you kind of had to pull the yeah, backup plan on. Yeah, we, we kind of jumped the gun on that one, trying to get the schedule out, wanted to get Geist on the schedule, but, mm. uh, just a bad time of the year to try and be there safely. Sure, so, sure. Um.
2: And then what's next? I think we got. And something. then we
3: start the uh, the uh, the Josh Shrinko series. Yeah. Mm. Little, right? tippy? Yeah. little tippy,
2: yeah, tippy. Are we a tippy? To
3: at that? I, should we? <laughs> <laughs> we? We can work out some sort of sponsorship <laughs> deal. I, okay, it's gonna be a little give right, and take yeah, here, right. I think. If but, I can get no, that I'll sign give.
2: after you're done, I'm in. I'm uh, in. Uh, the bronze Josh Shrinko.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Called the second place series. Oh, oh, see? I was really saying it was third
2: third place. <laughs> that was see, here's what's gonna happen. I was at least
3: giving him silver.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm laughing right now, but I'm gonna go home and I'm going to sob on my bed for an hour because you guys just you ripped the band aid off. I mean, it's just gonna be a montage
1: cut to a montage of Josh just sitting <laughs> in his bed, like. Like holding his phone and acting like he's setting the hook, what, just working out. What, what's the Paul. soundtrack
3: of this video? <laughs> what's uh, he playing?
1: Obviously, background. Eye of the Tiger.
2: Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen that GIF of the guy that's standing in the empty pool? It has like three pictures of him. He's like standing in an empty pool and he's like staring off into space. Have you ever seen that no, one? I have not.
1: So that's what I feel like. I gotta ask you, as the president of the Indiana Kayak Anglers, right? I'm one of the members of the board of directors. Okay, one of the members of the board. Right. So, but you kind of, when these tournaments come up, what do you what do, you do? Do you fish in them? Do you just background support? It
3: kind of depends on the event. Like, if it's not, I don't know how to explain this. If it's not a ton of anglers. And we've got somebody that can help with judging throughout the day and stuff, I'll go fishing. Okay. But most of the time most of the time I just stay back and judge fish and make sure everything runs. Okay. Do
1: you fish like as a competitor mm-hmm. or just oh.
3: Yeah, very rarely. Like last year I fished the Tri Lakes event okay. and that was because Matt Gibson, one of our other members, uh, Board of Directors members, um, couldn't go. But he was able to stay home and judge fish before he had to get on a plane for a work trip, so. Okay. So that helped, so I didn't have as much to do during tournament time. The
2: White River one is usually chaotic for you, right? It's
3: unbelievable this year, man. Yeah. I I still can't, I can't get over that. Was it like 94?
2: 93. 93? We had that day. That was insane. Worst day of my life. Best day and worst day. All it in was one. very peaks and valleys for a lot you, of wasn't people it?
1: People were gunning for that second
2: place, though. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you got so you did. Oh, you, like 92 other did people you ever, for second. did? I ever explain to you exactly what how my rollercoaster of emotions happened? I can imagine because, because you announced the Hobie winner, right? And I thought for sure Nick Matthews was on Fish that because right. he's on Team Hobie, and I mistakenly had already claimed first place in my heart and it broke it into pieces shattered it <laughs> so I, I, I still <laughs> am upset about it let's be honest a man should not be that
1: upset <laughs> so, so so i
2: kind of had this hey chris what what place did you get in that <laughs> nerd oh, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: would
3: have been, so been third if i would have fished, you'd have been third so is that okay. sort of like dividing by zero yeah. right like so you didn't technically get last because you weren't there so
1: yeah
0: i actually
1: caught i actually caught a bad of about 100 inches on on Sugar
2: Creek by myself that morning. Oh, did you? Okay. On the fly. On the fly. I still... So, Chris, he's... By talked, himself. He talked a huge game. He talked a huge game. He has yet to actually enter a tournament where he's fly fishing. So, I'm waiting on the day where he puts his money where his mouth <laughs> is. He gets on the water. He's fly fishing, and we'll see where the cards land. We'll, we'll see.
1: Uh, I'm just doing Jason a big favor by not doing that because... Uh-huh. If I go out there and crush your nuts with a fly rod, the whole game is going to fold.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'm challenging. This is a personal challenge. Fly rod there. on Sea. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean I I <laughs> So what are the, what are
1: the prizes like for these tournaments that you guys
3: put on? So all we do we don't like uh, we don't provide like prize prizes, so we just Pay back the entry fees, right? Okay. And with so the way our expenses break down, our entry fees forty five dollars. Um, PayPal gets a dollar sixty seven of that. Attorney uh, X gets five dollars of that. Five dollars of that goes to an automatic uh, big bass pot. That all gets paid out. Hundred percent of that gets paid out. And, and then well. you keep
2: the whole the other rest half. of it
3: goes to the Josh Shrenko <laughs> sobbing on his bed fund. I like that. <laughs> okay,
2: so we went through. You got. On
1: one more thing who puts on the, the
3: tournament series indiana kayak anglers okay
1: and then there, i mean you have sponsors that help you with it or? right so
3: moving water outfitters are series sponsors it's the second year for them doing that and what they do is they they provide us um well they provide us with this booth space for the show uh like oh that's cool the club yeah and be a part of this kayak fishing summit which is really exciting and then um and they provide us with some some monetary uh Backing to help with our expenses throughout the year. Okay.
2: Nice. So you have Wawasee,
3: Salomone, Tippy. What's the fourth?
2: We're doing back to back river
3: tournaments? Wawasee, salamone Kokomo. Oh, Kokomo. That's our lake section, and then we go to the river section, and that's Tip Canoe and White River. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So typically, new was our fir- first time doing that was last year, right? Yeah, that was that, that was that was fun. Really
2: well. It was a dink fest. Chris
3: was upset. I did not do well. <laughs> I did not make a. I did not make a good showing. There, there yeah. were a couple of good bags in that out of that. Yeah. yeah there so there really yeah. were. Yeah. It was like one of those. Well, even even Jackson, who won it, right? He had what just shy of ninety inches and yeah. had a thirteen on the board. So I yeah. mean, it was right there for a ninety inch day. Yeah, they
2: w- that was one of those days where we were catch. I caught the same thing caught like 50 some fish yeah and I had just three good ones lost one of them and yeah. that's kind of the story of the day so did you guys have fun to do yeah oh, yeah okay. it was
1: a good, good. time and we yeah we, we went up there a day before and like camped yeah so like so we made an event out earlier. yeah it was fun yeah it was a, yeah, it was yeah, a blast sure. have
2: you seen pickering up here yeah I have
3: not seen him up here yet. That's, that's who we,
1: he's over there in the in the bass tank just clubbing those
2: largemouth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay as long as it's largemouth, I don't care <laughs>
2: Uh, well, man, um, that's cool. It was good, good, uh, good talking with thanks you, for Jason. By. It's yeah, good you guys. for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh, we'll see you see ya at the tournament, sure. Yeah, thanks a lot.
3: Sure.
1: All right, we're here with the one and only Mark Dixon of Moving Water Outfitters. Uh, recent uh, trip to Chile fishing with the family. Talked a little bit about that earlier. Uh, Once you tell tell the listeners how it went.
0: Uh, Chile. Yeah. It was. It was okay. Well, the, the trip to Chile was fantastic. Uh, it was a good opportunity to take uh, all my all my family and, and get them involved in something that I've been real passionate about and show them someplace that was uh, really special to me. Um, so it was a, it was a, it was a great trip. Yeah. How many great. days of fishing? Uh, we six days fishing. Oh wow. Um, six days fishing mainly. Um, targeting trout, brown trout, rainbow trout. Um, We had some guys, uh, it was a group of 14 went down. So it was a really big group for us. Um, weather was perfect, seventy and sunny almost every day. So yeah, um, mostly
1: dry flies, nymphing. What, what were we looking it was at? A
0: mi- it was a mix. It was a mix of, of everything. I primarily fish drys just because I, I enjoy doing that down there more you, than you'd I rather
1: do. catch one on the dry one than, on the dry than then, yeah. three on a nymph or yeah. something. Yeah. But
0: but when you know it is the uh, every other year is the canteria beetle year and this okay. was the Cantaria beetle year Oh, okay. so if you don't know what a canteria beetle is look it up <laughs> online it's a beetle that's about uh three to five inches long Holy and it's got cow. big pinchers um that wow. are, they're it's a it's the ugliest looking scariest bug but you can hold them in your hand and they won't yeah. hurt you at all so and did you
1: say you did any streamer fishing when you were down there we did
0: a we did a little typically we'll fish streamers um later in the year okay uh which is earlier in our year but uh, yeah. spring down you know fall down there right. so march and april we'll start doing more streamer fishing i'm assuming that's what you're talking about like for big browns yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, moving the, fish, for moving fish yeah, yeah exactly those right. fish a lot of those um, those glacial fed lakes down there they've got um they've got huge rivers and they'll come out of those lakes in the fall in march and april right yeah Um, and they'll they'll come up and and that's when those that streamer fishing is really really good
1: yeah well uh and you guys are up here at the boat sport and travel show how many uh
0: i want to interject here we've been at this
2: show for no this is for you we've been at this show for what two hours now yeah you've you've kind of just been like floating through the show hey man that's what i do baby here's the thing you start talking fly fishing, <laughs> and Chris, Chris stares into Mark's eyes like they just like it, it was Valentine's Day yesterday, and I just saw you light up, Chris. I haven't seen that at all. Hey man, we start hey, talking, talk, dude. He's blushing. Hey, right be cool in front of Mark, all right? You start, you start talking beetles and flies. Dude,
1: hey, be cool in front Mark, all right,
2: Josh? Put it. <laughs> embarrassing him. Quit it, dude. Quit it. Yeah, Chris. So You can tell. You can tell. You just like, you know, it brings that life out inside. Hey, these are my people, baby. What do you yeah, want?
0: At least I still have it. Yeah, exactly. still got it, man.
2: So I'm the real question right is, Mark, the real question, we want to know, how many kayaks have you sold today? Because that's all that matters. Today,
0: today, me personally, I yeah. think I've got two, two right now. Right hey,
2: you got two more than Derek. I, I but Derek said he was moving those natives. I know. Like Ten of I, them.
1: Derek admitted on the air that he has relocated several natives <laughs> <laughs> to other homes.
0: I'm not, not even going to. <laughs> I, I
1: can't believe he admitted to it, but he did. Tears
3: relocated. Yeah,
1: this <laughs> is a real Andrew Jackson situation, and here we have uh, Chad Hoover. I don't know. Chad Hoover is nobody probably. Nobody probably knows guy, who he is. This guy, is, this
0: guy,
5: this guy's celebrity. You're like working at Walmart or Waffle House, you have no idea who I am.
1: <laughs> no clue at
5: all. Is it hard to go out in public, Chad? Do you like? Not in public. In fishing public it is. Like if it's a fishing show or like I said, I tell people all the time I get recognized at Walmart and Waffle House and Tackle Shops. And you kinda everywhere else I get to be another but here's the other trick. Just take my hat off. I take my hat off, All nobody right. knows who that yeah, yeah, you don't got even like it. It's like a reverse disguise. Real celebrities <laughs> put on a hat and glasses for disguise. I take off my hat and glasses and nobody knows who the heck I am. Some call it superhero cape, you know, superhero yeah, outfit. Yeah. Some you people know, call to, it disguise. I used to wear kayak bass fishing shirts or, you know, stuff like that and people would go, dude. And I'd go, how the hell did they know who I am? Um, my wife's like, you're wearing a kayak bass fishing shirt. I was like, <laughs> oh. No, that yeah, wasn't it. That wasn't it. it. That's, it. No. that's
1: it. So how long ago did people start recognizing you at these types of events?
5: Well, I, I used to do trade shows in places where I already had a local following, like Corpus Christi and then Virginia Beach and then, you know, um, things like that. So I got recognized kind of on the local level, you know, 15, 20 years ago. But now... From what you're like, where I can go to any show and get recognized, probably about six years ago, I'd been on TV at that point about four years, and then just a little bit. Then, but it's gotten exponential. Like so, each year it's gotten a little bit worse or better, whatever, however you want to look at it. And like now, if I go to the classic, for example, the Bassmasters Classic. Like I can't walk six feet without getting, so I go down like the back aisles and to just, get the
2: boots and stuff, tough, man. It's just the burden you have to bear.
5: Doesn't it feel weird to be like kind of? It so
1: uh, feels
2: weird. That's yeah. the
5: word. People ask me how it feels. It feels weird because people get excited, and I've seen guys with their hands shaking or whatever. I'm shaking
2: right now, and I'll I'm like,
5: but I'm just like a dude who fishes out of a kayak who loves it, and I love it so much I wanted to do it for a living. So I don't know what that how that makes me anything other than just another dude. That hey, fishes out of a kite. Hey, don't I, sell
2: yourself short. I
5: appreciate it. Don't don't sell yourself short. I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong, but it is weird. Yeah, I bet. it is weird. Like I'm good friends with some celebrities, and I don't. Fan, I I take that back. Humble brag. I fangirl uh, people like um, I met uh, Eddie Vedder okay. on accident in Nashville because he was there doing some folk album. Kind of fangirled on that who, a little who's bit. Eddie
2: Vedder. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl
5: Jam. There's some people who don't know Pearl Jam. Uh, well, yeah, and then I met, um, when I met Ray Scott for the first time, he actually called me. I answered the phone. I actually hung up on him. Like I thought somebody was jacking with me. And then when I hung up, I went, wait, that actually kind of sounded like him. So I called back and he answered. And then he invited me to go to his home in Pentlala, cool. uh, Alabama. He said, Chet or Hope Hole, what's, what what's it going to take me to get you down here to Alabama? And I said, uh, just tell me when. And I'm not kidding you. He said, how about Thursday? This is on a Tuesday. And I was like, yeah. I, whatever I was doing, I was doing something. I remember I wasn't doing it anymore. I drove <laughs> down fun. there and just just to sit and talk with him, like in that setting at Whitetail Institute, which is what he started doing after he sold bass um, to ESPN, was like surreal. Like I'm yep. not gonna lie to you, like sitting in his office thing with all the bass memorabilia and the Whitetail Institute stuff, and seeing pictures of him, like. 40 years ago 30 years ago 20 you know it's like living in a time capsule in his office was like surreal so
2: it, if that if that was the most surreal part of your life up to this point you we haven't even told you you're on the Smalley Talk podcast yep, yep. right now oh I am so I thought this, you guys were just sticking this, some kind of like mic in my face no this has the truck you're on the Smalley Talk calm podcast. down calm down Chad quit shaking <laughs> now <laughs> well, I'm shaking I can see the nervousness now I'm gonna get my voices uh, don't uh, know what to say uh, right, so right. <laughs> And what what was I your feel honored like that, he, yeah. that he that he that <laughs> Mark,
0: you came onto my my spot right? <laughs> Mark he just grabbed me, dude. Mark no, is no. A, Mark oh, is right. a two. time This is, the same is, it, is Mark's a same guy has on repeat guest. Yeah. I did notice that you didn't ask me about my celebrity and you know how
2: I like people. Getting it's a money. game. Mark, people, we, we already know Mark. Already Everybody knows. knows. Yeah, but but Chad. So we we have the only. Dedicated podcasts in the world for smallmouth bass. We're a couple smallmouth nuts. We fish out of kayaks, not exclusively, but it's definitely part of our repertoire. What I've seen some cool stuff on that Tennessee smallmouth. What What are you? He has some really cool small rivers down there. What is that? Is that? Do you like largemouth smallmouth better? What's your if you had to choose, so
5: you're trying to get me. You're trying to get me killed, yes. right? Because if you had I, to choose. Okay, so let me just say this: bronze or green. I'm not saying your, what, this. I'm not saying swinging? this because I'm on some a Smalley podcast, or not some Smalley. Po- hey, hey he, he almost got the full name. These Smalley podcast. Yes. But people ask me this all the time. Actually, somebody asked me yesterday, right after a seminar, like, why don't you fish rivers more? I'm like, because I don't want to send hundreds of thousands of people going to look for rivers i respect the i do rivers the i do rivers uh as often as i can to let people know i do rivers i get beat up all the time because every video that i do for smallmouth river fishing i don't say what river i'm on i get man, crucified man. in the comments people are like that's bs you're supposed to be telling nah, us where to nah, fish i'm like know, no huh? i'm telling you how to fish but like guys don't i've get even it. done things like i'm gonna just i'll, I'll you're getting a, a, a Smalley podcast exclusive here. I've done episodes where we went and launched and hey, launched we, call in one we, we call these
2: hot stretch. <laughs>
5: launched <laughs> in one location to film it, and then go relaunch somewhere else for the actual episode, so that I throw people uh, off the trail. So okay. I'm not burning the river that we're on at that time. And it's because the rivers are precious. Those species that are, are, are captive to those rivers are precious, and it's a different creature. So to ask to answer this question, this is the first time anybody's ever put me on the spot. So I appreciate you, you know, kind of having the balls to put me on the spot on a question like this because it's tough for me to answer that question. I'm known
2: for my balls. It's all. But
5: if I had to fish lakes or rivers the rest of my life, and I could only fish one, it'd be rivers. And if I had to fish largemouth or smallmouth the rest of my life, it'd be smallmouth. Now here's why. Two reasons. I like it. One, I've not broken the six pound mark on smallmouth. Okay. And I've broken the largemouth bass 10 pound mark a lot, like a, okay. over 100, we 130, know the difference. 139. We know the difference. But to me, it's a new kind of thing, a new arena. Uh, I've explored most of the rivers in the southeast and the lakes and that kind of thing. And so most of the fabled smallie fisheries are up still north. up north and it's a new horizon for me. So again. Ask me this question 10 years ago, I'm telling you a different answer, but asking me this question now, where I've done what I've done, I'm, I'm telling you smallmouth, but at the same time, I've also experienced enough of it to say, even if I really was put on the spot, and 15 years ago you asked me this question, and I had a little bit of wetted appetite for smallmouth, I'd still say the same thing.
2: Okay, that's good. Well, we're going up to one of those fabled rivers. We're going to Upper Mississippi in May, yeah. so we've been trying to go there for three years. but Which part well. of the Upper Mississippi? We're going up towards Brainerd, Brainerd area, oh, yeah. so Smallmouth Territory, because down like towards La Crosse, that starts to get a little, little Chad, bit are you from the South
5: are you from the southeast, from Georgia? Or, where I'm are you from? I'm from
2: Louisiana originally.
5: I was born and raised in Ferry, Louisiana, where Jimmy Swagger, Mickey Gilly, and Jerry Lee Lewis are from. Okay. And then we moved over to Jonesville, which is the town a little bit further over, about 15 miles away. And so that's where I spent most of my early childhood. And then my parents moved to Savannah, Georgia. When I was ten, I moved back and forth a couple times during late elementary or late middle school and high school because I just love both places. So I literally have the benefit of kind of being from Louisiana and Georgia, and then I was stationed in Virginia and Texas. So I've been stationed all over the South in the Navy, and I've traveled all over the South. So I consider myself a son of the South. But when people ask me where I'm from, I'm from Louisiana. I lived in Georgia. I made Tennessee my home. So that's my answer. Gotcha. I okay. made Tennessee my home because it is the Upper South. It's as far north as I can go and still be 100% in the south because Kentucky is kind of like a,
2: you get it's, that like, seasonal a, it's like a buffer state, yeah. it's kind of
5: a border state, you know, upper yeah. Kentucky people are kind of like considered northern, I don't know. I wanted to be in Tennessee because it's centrally located to everything and it's a, it's the, it's a jumping off spot. Six hours I can be fishing redfish in the Gulf, six hours I can be fishing world class smallmouth fisheries up north, ten hours in either direction I can fish dang near anything in the country.
1: All right, well let me ask you this. Not between smallmouth and largemouth, but between salt and freshwater. You can only do one forever. What do you choose?
5: So a lot of people don't realize this, but I got my start in the professional part of kayak fishing in the salt. I've caught a lot of big redfish, a lot of... That was the
2: thing before freshwater. Yeah, yeah. I was the guy that kind of
5: said, guys, we got to go after the freshwater thing and started really pushing it hard. But it was because I was kind of already known in the saltwater. If I had to choose one, it'd be fresh because of the diversity, the diversity of species, the distribution, the seasonality. Uh, It's a lot less expensive to go to places where freshwater fishing is good, whereas almost everything coastal is expensive. So about 90 tarpon, I've caught a lot of, you know, big sharks and big redfish and things like that. the good thing is I don't have to choose cuz I still love the saltwater fish but if I had to choose it'd be it'd be fresh.
2: Okay. Very interesting. Fresh. This is he's our kind of guy. And you also so now we got Mark back. <laughs> Chad just came in and just hijacked <laughs> this interview. Oh, that's, a, yeah. that's all right. That's
5: kind of we what can. I do. You know, I just kind of come take stuff hey, over. What was your presentation? You it was uh, SWAT, uh, Seasonal Progression Weather, Astrological Data, which is solar data, and then uh, temperature, and then all of those is a trend. So it's SWATT. I call it the Tactical Approach to Fishing. I teach people how to catch more fish on their own, not how to listen to me in little tiny bites, how to figure out all the things – Seminar speakers are talking about and apply them yourself.
2: Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And
5: then I do kite fishing one next. So, yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Well, Chad, it was I nice to I get out
5: of here so y'all can talk to me Yeah, that's all right, man. <laughs> no, well, it was nice, I, I, nice I enjoy seeing you again. To you too. Thanks for letting me hey, letting hang me on, Jack. The podcast. <laughs> hang on.
2: I got it. Thank you. I'll give you. A, this is our, if you're shooting for a six pound smallmouth, this is our, this podcast originated as a blog. Our goal is to catch a 23-inch river river smallmouth. Okay, I so, have a
5: place we can do this in Tennessee. Hey,
2: if you, you do, don't, don't don't talk about it now, but let's yeah. talk. No,
5: no, what I'm saying is, let's do He's this. Again, I will do this. Let's. I'll challenge you guys to come to Tennessee. Okay. Fish with me, and we'll make a video series. Give me three videos, and we'll hit. We'll, we'll 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 nail this 23. All right. I'll, All I'll right. Put it to you this way. I have caught 23s that didn't make six pounds because of the time of year that I caught them. I know I can go back to them at the right time, and they'll be six, seven, maybe even seven and a half. But I don't film that stuff, and I haven't filmed that stuff up to this point. But we're going to catch a 23 that we sidecast to with a fly rod.
2: Let me tell I mean, you something. I guess we
1: could arrange for I'm, that. I I'm guess get, we could do I, I'm getting <laughs> I mean, real excited.
2: On, <laughs> real excited right now. I heard fun, real excited. I mean, if I had touch yeah, yeah, on, we'd have a problem. But we, no, we either
5: have to tell people we're somewhere else or Whoa. don't tell them where we, we are we don't we don't and we don't
1: d- yes, this was recorded we've got witnesses so there's no getting <laughs> out of this now
5: here's what else. <laughs> okay, gonna yeah. Yeah. everybody thinks i'm going to take you to east tennessee because that's where the south fork and the north fork of the holston and all these famed smallmouth fisheries are i'm actually going to take you to west tennessee all right,
0: all right. well chad we look forward big, to big, big or small yeah. big or small river
5: Yes. <laughs> two of them. Nice try, Mark. And small. Okay, just comes off of a big river. That's part of a two-river system. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice. Oh, nice sounds stop. good, Chad. Thanks, man.
2: You to be good. Well, that <laughs> wow. was. Uh, I yeah. was gonna. I was gonna ask. Give me that. I was gonna. Josh ask, is at least Josh is no longer hard. Yeah. he was
1: hard for a while, and now he's not. So I was
2: gonna. I was gonna pose the question to Chad, and I kind of chickened out. I'm gonna be honest. What, I was what were gonna, you gonna say? I was gonna. I was gonna ask him that we we've heard that he's sometimes referred to as the Donald Trump of kayak <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I was gonna see how he was gonna react, but was I. I be, the moment came, and I. I, I honestly. I, I wilted. Yeah, I was
0: just gonna say. <laughs> Google that's a, both ways. <laughs> that's a big risk. That's I right feel like risk,
2: I, reward. I feel like the comparison is an accurate parallel though, because he's either loved or he's, or hated. he's hated. Yeah,
0: yeah. For, for multitudes well, of reasons.
1: Yeah. I yeah. don't know him at all, and I don't is that follow. The first time the, you met him? Yeah, I've never met him, and I don't follow kayak <laughs> stuff very much. But he
2: offered to take us to fish for <laughs> twenty-three inch smallmouth, so I kind of love him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have dude. to take
2: him up on that if he's serious about it. He so. is.
0: He's probably single-handedly. Uh, more responsible than anyone else for bringing kayak fishing kind of out oh, yeah. of the out of the uh, I don't say the dark ages, but you know, just, yeah, just elevated. He, kind of, he kind of he kind of
2: made kayak fishing great again. <laughs> Whoa,
1: we need help. Uh, Mark, you've been working in this industry long enough to where
0: you saw it when it wasn't popular, right? Well, okay. Yeah, actually, we were just talking about that the other day. I had a guy ask me how long I've been doing the show, right. and I said, well, actually, my very first indianapolis boat sport and travel show i started with about 15 kayaks and i was right there like those three booths right there was all all we had i remember it i guess i was here (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i remember i remember that for sure i had a a stack of kayaks out there and that's you know and there was nobody i mean everybody was like fishing kayaks what are you talking about
2: it's it's crazy how much it's grown and then now we've got pools and everything else even from
1: when i first started this i feel like it was kind of just starting to get popular you guys have been there for a long time, doing this kind of pushing the sport. So I'm sure for you guys, seeing what it's kind of become and what it's it, grown into is pretty exciting. And
0: it is. It's it's really exciting. It's really exciting to see. And again, back to Chad, guys like come out that you know you, you kind of hope that somebody would kind of take that that next step, and he's really yeah jumped on it. Yeah, because so. you
2: have you know you have multiple organizations doing now the Hobie series. You have KBF. You mm-hmm. have all, there's all kinds of crazy well, just like even our lo- even
0: our local stuff has gotten right gotten much much bigger and you know there's two or three in indiana right now yeah uh, yeah for sure to, to it's cool man busy,
2: so honestly i got into kayak fishing just because that is literally the best way to get on yeah, small rivers. Well, me too i mean there's <laughs> that's, that's there's right. really like that's you know and then i, I feel like the lake guys uh, it becomes you kind of get or the the intimacy that comes with kayak fishing you're you're down the water you're you know piloting your own craft you, it's it's definitely you have a, a whole
0: lot more control over your day yeah
2: yeah for th- sure than any other place yeah you know. i i agree
0: well, man, it was good. Uh, you talking with you, yeah. Chad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I figured out you might just snip snip me off at the beginning and at the end. So and just just do the interview man. with Chad. Are you uh, are you <laughs> filling up it. your guide
2: guide season right now?
1: Yes, trying to box him out. He pushed <laughs> his way through. I was trying to keep him off. I couldn't do it. I don't He's know you, you guys. You He's guys, bigger than me.
0: You guys. <laughs> You guys both uh, kept inching closer and closer. I thought you were going to hug him at one point. I did. I I was scratching his back.
1: I was doing a a real like behind-the-back
2: ass grab, so you couldn't see it. Uh, Wow. But, yeah, how's your guiding season looking? Are you Uh, starting to
0: fill up? Starting to fill up. Starting to fill up, yep. Hey, Smalley Talk listeners
2: out there, we've probably grown quite a bit since the last episode with Mark. He guides out of Moving Waters Outfitters and – is that in Zinesville, Indiana? It's in Zionsville, Zinesville, yeah, Indiana.
0: One of
1: most Maine. valuable customers. Doug Skinner. Oh, here. Doug Skinner, Yeah, yep. He's, he's out with you all
0: the time. He's always posting big well, fish. Here's the yep. thing, Chris. He says he. Chris, he says his kids want me want, want to adopt me. So,
2: <laughs> Chris <laughs> hangs with the ritzy, the the wealthy attorney uh, guys, and you know, Chris. He's he's just he's sending all those we're rich guys marks away. So. So yeah, yeah, now, us, yeah, you know I can't afford to get a guide. So you know I, I'm gonna start taking Mark out just on
1: normal weekend trips. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, Mark is nice talking with you. If it was you good want talking to you guys. If you want
0: to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Uh, you can either call me at the shop, seven three 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 zero one four, or okay. you can um, uh, my. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, that kind of stuff. Mark Dixon Guide. M A R C. M A R C. Just M A R C D I X O N Dixon. Dixon Guide, yeah. All right, cool. Instagram, well, hey, and Mark. Facebook, so we'll awesome. have to get
2: yeah. We'll do another in-shop interview this next Absolutely. season. Any, we'll, anytime, guys. We'll, we, uh,
0: we still need to go out and do our uh, challenge. Our I, challenge was, f- I was waiting on that. I I think I tried I got, it and Chris I like backed waiting.
2: out. <laughs> I wanted to do it, but nobody brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, the tippy was tough this past year for me i we a lot of dinks oh, we, we were catching tons I'm of sorry fish yeah, not yeah. i'm sorry <laughs>
0: mark was putting up some monsters <laughs> mark had did, some you, monsters did you see well, we need uh, i didn't have anything that was like grotesque this year i had, I had you a couple catching, of grotesque fish last year so
2: i fished a total of three days last year so it wasn't that much but yep. i caught a ton of fish they were all besides you know i caught a 20-incher a uh, couple 18s and 19 but the there were no medium size like 16 to 17 inch fish
0: there that is that is i've noticed that the last two okay. years there are some big chunks in there but then uh-huh. there's a bunch of 10 to 13 yeah there's so a the bunch spawn
2: the, like three years ago must have it, been pretty good pretty good
0: and then it's yeah and there's a there's class there's a class year in there that that got a couple of classes are that got the, messed is, up is the car population concerning to you that river not really okay. I, i'll be honest there's enough guys on that river with that Bow have fishing. boats that are specifically designed yeah. to kill those things okay. with bows i just I, have never seen so many I, carp in my life well and that's even da- that's down from last year last year there oh, was even wow. more they'll they, well, i saw a whole lot less i had a whole lot less interactions with them this year than okay. last year okay last well, year we were catching them good. on poppers that's make feel good grass carp. grass carp on poppers and this year I don't think, I mean, I think we hooked a few, but okay. last year we had a whole lot more. They're fun,
1: man. They're a blast. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, it's not what you're out no, there for. Not what isn't. you're out there for,
0: but they're no. a blast.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Well, cool, Mark. Well, thanks, you, man. Hey, yeah. anytime, guys. Yeah, good luck on your guiding season. We'll, it. we'll talk to you. I'll be up in the shop. Awesome. So. Thanks, All right. Thanks, guys. See you, man. All right. That's good. We can. I was on the white
6: with one of my buddies, and he's like, oh, well, here. I'm like, because the bite was left. But just hold that. It, like it's real bad at right. Okay. So he's doing what? Oh, just fishing in air grade. Fishing was slow, and it's just not knowing what to do. Just coming from the fly. So, I don't know like
1: Yeah. Well, we're here with um, Mike Exel.
6: That's a Mike Exel.
2: Exel might be the coolest last name Exel? I've ever heard. It of sounds
1: before. like a porn star's name. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Exel. Uh, Exel. Rod See. Um, but anyways, we're here at the uh, Boatsport and Travel Show still interviewing one of the owners for moving water outfitters they've got this whole kayak bass fishing summit set up here Uh, thanks for coming on mike
6: hey thanks for having me
1: yeah so uh for those for the people who don't know you you worked at wildcat creek for a long time right
6: uh yeah well well over a decade
1: yeah and then you uh a few years ago you and chris snodgrass uh went in together and bought Bought the business and now it's Moving Water Outfitters, right?
6: Uh, well, I mean, we somewhat. St- we, some yeah, lot. we we started new uh, in uh, May of eighteen. Yeah, it's uh, I went to Chris. Honestly, I was looking for someone to sort of help out part time. Chris, was like, no, let's make it around this. And I'm like, all right, let's go do this. So Absolutely, it's been a pretty awesome experience so far.
1: And one of the things we were just talking about is uh, Moving Water Outfitters is partnered with uh, the Zionsville Town Council and the mayor there, right? Yep. to uh, do some local trout stocking. So Little Eagle Creek now has how many rainbows swimming around
6: in there? Uh, this past November, we put in about 1,200 fish. Okay.
1: And so. that's a pretty small creek. Oh, yeah. It's like, what, a couple miles long or something?
6: It's a few miles from Zinesville to the the reservoir itself. That's just down below uh, I-65 where it crosses over.
1: Yeah, so for those people who listen who aren't from Indiana, we don't have a lot of trout rivers here. We actually don't have – I don't know if we have any – native trout rivers except for maybe right up by the lake
6: yeah i mean you you do have some native populations of browns and everything well granted they're all introduced let's be honest yeah Yeah. sure right (laughs) but no uh you actually have some natural reproduction up there but yeah it's sort of nice to have a fishery like that and
1: this is one of i mean they're they stock like fort ben like in the lakes but it's one of the only rivers around this area to have trout in it thanks to these guys um, and we were just talking about whether or not they're living through the year, and you said you weren't sure yet.
6: Yeah, it's just not sure. Uh, you know, still want to do a lot of, uh, I guess, research with it. You know, this stuff where I personally like to get, like, even the schools involved, like, get a tagging program and let, let's the community get involved with this pretty yeah. cool thing going on. And I think there's a lot we can grow on with it.
1: How many, uh, how many guys do you think are coming in to Zionsville just for purposes of fishing and? Eagle
6: Creek. Oh God! Like I on mean, a weekend. On a weekend, yeah. we're probably seeing at least probably thirty anglers a day. Gee, many Christmas,
1: that's—I mean—that's a pretty good economic impact, I guess. And um, I mean, everybody seems to be pretty excited about it. it. Seems to be a good fishery; it's producing. People are happy with it.
6: Oh yeah. Have it, you yeah. heard any
1: like backlash because?
6: Of uh, it? I mean, you know, you get the uh, the backlash of people that hey, it's. You know, not a native species and everything. Okay. But, you know, this is something to where, yes, if you go by how temperatures these fish probably will not make it through the summer. But it's given people a fishery in the middle of winter that they didn't have. And for one, it's great. You know, it's been fun watching kids get excited about it, learning about trout fishing. Uh, You know, there's groups like Project Healing Waters fly fishing that have been taking advantage of it. You know, getting the vets out there fishing. Yeah. And it's just... It's this cool thing for us to do here in the community when most people, you know, especially uh, as a lot of us around here, warm water anglers, were, you know a good portion don't do the cold water fishing for smallmouth. So well,
1: it's a perfect time of year. I mean, bass are certainly you can go out in the winter and catch smallmouth and largemouth, but you know, trout are just a little bit more eager these time and these months out of the year. And you said it's all catch and release right now, right?
6: Yes, right now. So uh, until the end of April. Uh, we go by the Indiana state laws, so it is catch and release. Okay.
1: Now, um, were before the it went into catch and release season, were people eating them out of there, or uh, what's
6: Yeah, th- there was a few people that were taking their limit okay. uh, after they were stocked. Uh, so you know they have all the right to sure. Uh, but you know th- there's some things we're looking to get done with uh, the town and in conjunction. Have to work with the state a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we're hoping to develop this even more.
1: Is it? Because uh, it's is a it private property on both sides of the river, or how do they how do so, they access
6: it? Uh, how most people are accessing it are they're using the town of Zionsville park systems? Okay. So Eagle Creek is designated; it's not navigable. So we tell people stay within the park systems and the boundaries. You're fine, because yes, once you get outside of that, you're basically on someone's private property. So yeah.
1: as anybody said anything about that. I guess when I was asking about backlash, what I meant was private landowners that...
6: Uh, you know, I personally haven't seen anything. Uh, we're lucky. We do have a CEO that's patrolling it and he, he's keeping people on their toes like, hey, you know, you can't go past this line. It's private property. So he's given a few warnings, but yeah. a lot of people are being very respectful of it. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. Uh, what else is going on in the shop? I know that you guys are doing some fly tying classes like every other weekend or... Something yeah, like that.
6: Uh, so we try to do a lot of educational classes. I mean, it's one of our core pillars of, you know, how we run our stores. So, you know, obviously with the show season going on, we do a lot of what we call open tying where it's, you know, I set up my vise and I'm tying, you know, different flies, you know, smallmouth stuff, you know, I do a lot of steelhead fishing, so I'm tying that stuff. And we just have guys like, hey, bring us materials, bring your vise. Come hang out tie supplies and uh, you know joke around so that's a fun time but so it's uh, just a
1: informal group it's not like because i think the intimidation factor goes in for people that you know they don't know anybody that's there and they don't want to just show up and it's like a set group of guys i mean does it rotate around oh yeah okay.
6: qu- quite a bit i mean uh you know, it's you get a mix of guys that are tying sometimes saltwater flies, guys tying tiny trout stuff, to guys tying big uh, topwater flies for bass. So it's a good mix, and you know, it's I, I like to think we have a real good vibe at the store, very welcoming. And, yeah, you know, it's, I agree
1: completely. And the guys, the guys that are tying, they're not. You don't have to be an expert fly tire to come in and tie, right? I mean, these are just all varying skill levels. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean certainly that's something that you know for the fly guys that are listening they can come out on the weekend if it's you know snowing or nasty out sit down hang out tie some flies maybe learn a few things you know get to connect with some local fishermen but uh and then you guys are helping with the tournament series this year right yes yep okay anything else going on
6: uh beyond that you know it's we're getting ready you know with show season sort of kicks off our big season when we get real busy so sure. uh you know we're all ramping up for early season smallmouth obviously we're enjoying the trail thing uh you know we'll have again continuing fly tying classes beginner more advanced classes Ooh. and then we're also going to have a bunch of uh fly fishing schools kick off and start going
1: and who's your martin james is he your fly? Casting instructor, instructor. Yeah, so there? Marty
6: does the majority of our classes. I do a lot of them too, but yeah, uh, Marty does a fair amount of them. He's a certified casting instructor. Okay. And are you a, are you
1: a certified cast? I instructor? am
6: not. What what is it? What is that? Basically, with a certified caster, uh, with the Federation of Fly Fishers, you took a test to meet their requirements of what it takes to be an instructor. Uh, okay. They want you to teach a certain way. To, okay. So.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, for those people who don't know where you guys are at, why don't you go ahead and give out some shop information so how people can get a hold of you. And uh, You guys sell kayaks, you guys sell uh, all kinds of fishing apparel, uh, fly fishing gear, rods, reels, flies, uh, fly tying materials. Am I missing anything?
6: No, I mean we're a full service it's, fly yeah, shop, and uh, and then you guys do
1: trips too. Oh and yeah, guiding, we, so. we, uh,
6: we got a local guide service. Uh, myself and Mark Dixon, who's been on the show before, yeah, he guides. Uh, you know, we got Eric Corey who's one of our part timers. He does some guiding as well on the weekends. Uh, but yeah, we do a lot of travel. Uh, like I have a trip going up for uh, Steelhead in a couple of weeks. Uh, but, you know, Chris is taking a group out to Montana. We, we go all over. So See, I
1: was asking Mark about that. I, I think I'm going to try and do the Christmas Island trip next year. So, I mean, how do people, like, if people are interested in doing these trips like Montana or a Steelhead trip, how would they get information about doing that?
2: Yeah,
6: uh easiest way is go online uh, to our website, which is mwoutfitters.com. We post everything on that. And then also good things, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're constantly uh-huh. posting on there as well. But by all means, uh, you know, give us a call at the shop and talk to us. Our phone number is 317-733-3014 uh i'm in there full-time mark's in there quite a bit but yeah it's we're always willing to talk on the phone and we love talking fishing so
1: absolutely man well uh i can tell you that i love going in there i always feel like it's a it's a good vibe going in there and there's very inviting very educational and we appreciate all the stuff that you guys do here for the local smallmouth culture so thanks for being on the show yeah thank you all right
2: well that about wraps it up ladies and gents Chris and I had a great time at the boat show, got to meet a lot of people, um, most of most of them we met before, but um, met a couple of listeners for the first time, and uh, overall, it was, a, it was a great time, so um, if you guys are out the rest of the week and you want to hit up the boat show, the kayak fishing part of it, um, I think it's, they call it the Kayak Fishing Summit this year, is fantastic. Uh, We were going to interview Chris Snodgrass, one of the owners of Moving Waters Outfitters, but he was busy selling some boats. So we'll hit Chris up later. Um, But otherwise, uh, it was great talking with everybody. And we got a killer episode coming up next. We are interviewing the famous smallmouth guide out of Ypsilanti, Michigan, Mike Schultz of Schultz Outfitters. Um, Let me tell you something. Chris is boned up about this one so just wait ladies and gentlemen this guy is going to be a fantastic interview so anyways until next time free the fodder